This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast is brought to you by Motorcycle Awareness Month. September is a very special month for riders. It's Motorcycle Awareness Month. And this year, it's all about celebrating the motorcycle community. Whether you ride alone or with mates, wear yellow. Show other riders you stand beside them. And welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray Heron, and it's a big one this week. It might even be a two-parter. We'll have to see. We are in Topor. When I say we, myself and Matthew Day Gillett, and a couple of other people who you might have heard of on the podcast or just generally know, we are all in Topor for Epic Events Burn Buster. Burn Buster, if you don't already know, is a trail ride. Uh, it's through the forest. Uh, just off the Napier Topor Road, probably about 15, 20 minutes out. Um, and it's both days, Saturday and Sunday, with probably the best part of 100 kilometres worth of trails to explore. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, yeah, Ray, okay, cool. You're out doing things on the Beta. And the Beta RR430 would be the perfect bike to take to a trail ride. However, that's not what I'm doing. That's what I initially planned to do. But I got a call from Tal from Darby's. They're the guys behind motogear.co.nz. And he said, Ray, I've seen Poltarius do some amazing things off-road on a Tenere 700. You own a Tenere 700. I want to see you do some amazing things off-road on a Tenere 700. And I said, what have you got in mind? He said, if I sort you out a set of Maxxis Enduro tyres for the T7, will you put them on the bike and then do a feature at Burnbuster. And I said, sure, <laughs> why not? So I have a set of Maxxis Enduro tyres, which I will, uh, this morning I stopped in to see the team at uh, Motomart and they installed them. Uh, let's catch up with the team at Motomart now. All right, we're out, uh, out the back in the service area talking to Dave. Dave, uh, you go, what's your official title? I'm the service manager. You're the boss, right. Um, so we brought the T7 in this morning and you've done a quick turnaround for me, swapping out the tyres. Um, we're putting on Maxxis Enduros. What do you know about them? They're just a good off-road tyre. They're um, good for your wet, good for your dry, good good riding. Brilliant. Now, you guys uh, service pretty much everything, but you've got you know a lot of Hondas, Duc- uh, Ducatis, Harley-Davidson, BMW... Um, what what what's the bulk of your work? Is it you know oil changes and that sort of thing? We we do everything. We do um, brand new bikes. We set them all up. We do a lot of servicing, a lot of tyres. Just we're just in a good all round workshop. How many how many uh, technicians have you got? We've got six technicians in the workshop, and we're just about to move into a new one. Yeah, so we've been talking about that. You're moving out to what used to be your storage facility. Yeah, well we've um, we've kind of outgrown the building. We've pushing out our our. Um, our sales room into the parts area. Parts room's coming to the workshop, and the workshop's going into the warehouse. Yeah, brilliant. A lot of changes. So um, even if uh, somebody has a bike that isn't one of your brands, they can still bring it to you and have a yarn about what they need, right? We'll do most brands. Yeah, most brands, if we can get the parts, we'll do the repairs. Brilliant. Well, I appreciate you um, uh, pushing apart aside some of your proper work to sort out my tyres. That's just what we do. We, we like to offer good service for good people. 
Outstanding. Well, thanks, Dave. Um, hopefully my tyres won't be too far away and we'll be off to Topor. <laughs> Lovely. I, I uh, just wish I was coming up with you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you ride? Off-road? I ride a CRF 450RX, the bike to have. Brilliant. And what do you do? Just uh, like trail rides, trail enduro? Riding. Yeah, I'm too old for anything else now. <laughs> <laughs> just straight trail riding. Do you uh, spend much time over in uh, moonshine? No, I'm not, I'm not into the motocross tracks. I'm into the trail rides. Yeah. I just like the day rides. So I've had a wander inside here at Motomart and we're sitting and we're standing in the... Uh, you guys are re- redeveloping, aren't you? Yeah, so definitely big changes going on. So um, Ducati's definitely exploded for us this year and got really exciting. So yeah, our parts and accessories apartment's going to move to where our workshop is now. So stage one, um, the workshop's been completely redeveloped, um, pretty state-of-the-art, new benches. Yeah, basically all the latest and greatest tech new offices. So that's stage one. And then, yeah, we'll move out to where the, yeah, where the workshop is now. So a bigger increased retail space for us and hopefully, yeah, a bit more open. Um, and, yeah, just basically be able to show a bigger range, which would be really good. So, But at the moment, sorry, I'm talking to Kieran. Uh, we're in the um, in the uh, parts parts accessories apparel is yeah. what you call yourself? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So parts, parts accessories and apparel. So, yeah, it's five, five of us out here. So, yeah, so it's a little bit smaller at the moment, but it's got a, quite a good range, we feel. For for a bit of a compact apparel area, you've got a decent selection. Like you've got a, a wall of HJC down there. You've got a stack of showy helmets there as well. You've got all the gear for your road riders. Um, and then you've got a, a pretty all right selection of dirt stuff too. Yeah, so trying to hold a pretty comprehensive range. Ultimately for Wellington, yeah, very obviously very urban-based. So a lot of road riding, a lot of commuting, a lot of adventure riding. Uh, motocross riding or dirt bike riding down here is a bit, yeah, a little bit barren. Have to sort of go a little bit far to do that. But yeah, definitely from a road perspective, yeah, pretty proud to obviously be a showy elite dealer. So sort of hold 40 showy helmets at one time, yeah, 40 RIs. Um, but just trying to do a lot of the kind of marquee brands within the industry with showy, RI, Dainese, Revit, um, Alpine Stars. Yeah, definitely sort of the, the higher end of the more premium gear and then sort of supporting that with RSC and HJC and things like that. So trying to keep a good comprehensive range on the roadside and then, yeah, off-road-wise, yeah, definitely sticking with Fox as our marquee brand there. I love that you guys are a one-stop shop. Now, uh, Ducati Desert X is not here yet, but I'm here, I hear it's coming in the next couple of months. If, for example, they come down this, uh, this dream with me, I was to p- pick up my brand new Desert X and I need a full kit out of gear, what, what's, your, what's your pick around here? Yeah, definitely for adventure riding. Um, Ducati would love you, obviously, to be in their gear. Um, so their gear is produced by Dainese, and they've got an AGV AX8 helmet. But, but ultimately for us, um, if I was to pick my bunch here, I'd go Revit Sand 4 gear, um, tried and tested. Um, probably the ultimate adventure riding gear for our market, three-layer, basically highly breathable. And for the sort of riding we've got around here, majority of our customers would end up in sort of in the wire wrapper to do their adventure riding, and it's definitely the ultimate gear. Um, for a day out and riding uh, you don't need to spend huge money to get obviously an amazing product and you're partnering that with like an RI Tour X4 or a Showy Hornet it's always a good combo and then, yeah we're a really big fan of uh, especially on a Desert X the Alpine Star Tech 7 Enduro Dry Star so you know a waterproof motocross boot offering you know re- really good impact protection for the sort of riding we're hoping Desert X guys get into more serious adventure riding definitely being a little bit lighter weight so I'd say definitely for a dream combo that's what we'd be looking at and then yeah partnering with like a Revit Sand 4 glove would be really good again a nice short little gauntlet glove but again providing all that impact protection that you need for a good day out of adventure riding and what's really good is is people can check out the stuff online but uh, quite often when it's online you got to pay for you with your credit card there in the yeah. end and then you um, hang on somebody's ringing me hang on I'll ring them back let me make sure this is still recording Oh, yep, we're still good. And then you've got to then you've got to wait for it to arrive. You guys have got a huge selection and in stock now. 
yeah, one one real big advantage or sort of, you know, fear in our cap, so to speak, is that all our retail space is reasonably small. Um, our warehouse space is pretty substantial. So as amount of stock we hold in the showroom here, we have just as much again um, in our warehouse tucked away. So Bambi, our apparel specialist, is really good at basically keeping all that space topped up and additional sizes. Yeah, we're definitely trying to keep every part of the size range here uh, and just have that depth within the product range. So whenever you need a product of the sizes and on the wall, yeah, generally we will have it here in some iteration. And then same with helmets, we've got additional sort of sizes. Um, even with us here, you can see, and for people listening here, we've got another wall of RI helmets above sitting in boxes waiting, basically waiting for the shelf. So again, you're trying to fish where the fish are and, and ultimately, yeah, you've made the trip to come in and see us. We'd like to cater for everyone the best we can and basically offer a, a pretty substantial range. So you can, yeah, we're pretty close to ferry, so ultimately we do get a lot of people coming down to stop and have a look for us. So being able to cater for them and also upgrade the gear while they're down here is a, a massive, massive advantage for us. Mm, brilliant. Well, Kieran, thank you very much for your time. And um, I'm, I'm waiting for my tyres to be swapped out over in the workshop. But that's another thing about Maramad is you've got, um, you've got a massive selection of gear. It's all in stock. You've got all the new bikes, Harley, Ducati. Uh, there's BMW over there as well. And then you've got the workshop. So you're a one-stop shop, really. Yeah, so it's definitely something trying to trying to cater for most people. And like I say, definitely a big emphasis on that road and adventure market. But yeah, we try and do a good job. Hope you feel like we do a good job. Everyone here is obviously very passionate, fully licensed, and you know actually loves riding bikes. So it's quite nice to deal with like-minded people who are engaged with the product and actually ultimately actually use it. It's one thing to sort of read the specs on the internet, and like you say, online shop with your credit card to actually be able to talk to people who actually use the gear. You know, they've done these upgrades you're talking about. They've ridden all these bikes. It's a massive advantage, and it's definitely something we pride ourselves on. All right, we are back in Maramat. My tyres are almost done, and principal dealer Ian Shiner, g'day. G'day, Ray, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm good. How's your Friday shaping up? Oh, busy, busy, normal Friday. Yeah, there's lots of things to do, but, um, yeah, it's um, sun's out, so that makes a change, so I'm happy about that. Absolutely. Now, you guys are Ducati. We've t- spoken many times before, but I take the opportunity to have a chat any time I'm in here. Uh, Ducati, Harley-Davidson and BMW. Uh, what's, uh, what's selling at the moment? Yeah, well, it's um, quite, um, quite a lot going on, really, with all three brands. So um, Ducati certainly seems to be um, literally flavour of the month at the moment. We've, uh, we've taken a lot of forward orders for Ducati. Ducati have got a lot of... Um, exciting stuff that um has come out in um, the recent months so we've had you know the sort of um the special edition sp variants of the the street fighter and the panigar we've had obviously um the v2 uh bayless which was massively popular um a sellout bike they bought out um another lamborghini edition of the street fighter v4 sold out instantly um are we going to see any of those in wellington uh we've we've we have got um, customer orders, but because it's um, it's such a, uh, a sought after machine, um, they're really um, going through a bit of a different process. Where basically, um, I think it's something similar to what Ferrari do, where they're kind of pre-qualifying the customer, so you kind of have to almost prove yourself as a bit of a Ducati aficionado to get one. So um, um, yeah, we've, we've we've nominated some customers that want one. Um, and now we're kind of in the, the lotto type affair to see whether or not we get one. I've got high hopes. I believe that we'll get at least one. We got one last time. Um, but um, I think that the, the thing, you know, this isn't official, this is my opinion, but it, I think that um, last time when the Lamborghini came out, there was a lot of people who were basically speculating with them, you know, people who weren't particularly interested in motorcycles, but it, it was doubling in value overnight. And so people were buying them just purely as a, a money-making, you know, asset. So... Um, 
I think Ducati are keen for the bike to go to somebody that really, you know, is a keen Ducati SD, you know, if the person is really keen on them. So, you know, that's that's the plan for this to... Um, yeah, so we're very excited to see that. Um, that'll, that'll be cool, but obviously quite a long way away before we actually see the bike. Um, big thing coming for us, probably towards the end of this month, early next, is the, is the Desert X. I mean, that's been just massively... Um, um, anticipated we've got you know literally a container full of the things due to turn up i think 20 odd we've done or something and still more people waiting till they can actually see it to confirm an order so yeah very excited about that um kent our sales manager he's just been um over the ditch in aussie for a a, a press junket ride of it and blown away said it's absolutely awesome um yeah i'm excited to look at it myself i think it's really a new zealand kind of bike you know it's it's a it's a good road bike, but it can do a bit of the old gravelly, bit of the old, bit of the old potholes. We know about a pothole, don't we? So yeah, it's um, it's really a, an exciting bike uh, for us. So we're pleased about that. Um, other brands, Harley. Um, it's been a been a, a challenging year so far for Harley, just purely because of stock. Again, they brought out some some trick bikes. They brought out the ST variants of the Low Rider and the Road Glide and Street Glide. Boom, sold out straight away. All we could get. And they just brought out from their Icons collection um, uh, a Lowrider ST El Diablo, it's called, special paint job and stuff. Again, massive, you know, people had people on the phone straight away wanting them. Um, we put our hands up for them. We've got definitely one confirmed um, and we've got a couple more that we're waiting to see. So, yeah, excited about that. I um, looking forward to seeing that bike. It looks really cool, really very retro cool um, uh, on a model that's like, fantastically popular already and then to do a cool version of it as well you know it's really so um yeah that that's exciting stuff um, i think there's only gonna be eight for the whole of new zealand so that'll be quite a rare bike um but yeah stock's coming right the sun's coming out as i said so yeah i think that um um harley will, will resume normal service pretty soon you know that we can st- we're starting to be able to get some bikes and things so yeah, excited about that how's the refit remodel going yeah, that's a big thing for us. So it's a three-stage event. I think uh, when, we, when we spoke at the Ducati launch, we spoke, uh, spoke about that briefly. But the, the refurbing of the of the um, lock-up building, as we call it at the back, is now almost completely transformed into the service department. So I think by the end of this month, hopefully, we'll be able to transition to that. That then frees up the space that was the workshop to begin its um, refit to become the new parts and accessories department. Um, and then finally, once that's done, then that will clear the space in the showroom for the new Ducati showroom. So, um, yeah, lots going on. I mean, you know, um, scarcity of building materials, scarcity of builders um, means that that's taken a while. But, um, yeah, we're getting there. We're, it, I, again, I think possibly by the end of the summer, we might have the majority of that, uh, you know, knocked over. But, um, yeah, well, it remains to be seen. We're relying on some of the, the fit out stuff has got to come from Ducati themselves in, in Italy which um, yeah um, I understand is quite difficult to get so we'll, we'll see about that but yeah it's, it's moving on at a pace so you know I'm pretty pleased and say when customers come surely they've certainly been using our new service department we didn't touch about BMW BMW's got quite a lot going on as well um, BMW um, have appointed a new importer for the products into New Zealand so um BMW don't bring the bikes themselves. They use a, a secondary importer. That was always a company called Europe Imports. Um, they've handed over the mantle to another large automotive outfit called Syme Derby. 
um, and they're bringing a whole lot of enthusiasm as well. So um, I think that we'll see quite a an upturn with BMW in terms of promotion and advertising, and and they're bringing new models. There's the new um, R18 Intercontinental and R18 Bagger. They're pretty exciting looking bikes. Quite a you know sort of bringing it to Harley in terms of the sort of street glide, road glide kind of market with um, a very big, impressive bike. Um, so, um, yeah, that'll be exciting to see those. And we've got the, uh, we've got a couple of successful orders for the BMW S1000RRM anniversary. There's a mouthful for you. Um, but this is the, the special coloured one that if you, if you know your BMWs, you probably know there's a, an M3 um, in this sort of, I don't, can't remember the colour, sort of nuclear green kind of colour and there's a, a special one, uh, uh, S1000 to, to match that. So that'll be, that'll be a cool bike as well. So, yep. Um, of course, last year was a weird year where Harley-Davidson brought out a, uh, an adventure bike and BMW brought out a cruiser. Yes, it's, it seems to have been that everybody seems to have everybody else's segments fair game. Um, it's, um, yeah, it, you know, we, we always used to say that sort of, you know, we had sort of Ducati as the sort of premium sport bikes, Harley premium cruisers and, and BMW as the premium adventure bikes. But um as you quite rightly point out, they're all having a bit of a, 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 a dabble in each other's markets and, and bringing out some pretty successful crossover bikes. I mean, you know, the, the, the S1000 is always a good bike, but this new one looks to be pretty awesome. The Pan Am's been successful. You've ridden that yourself. You know, it's a great bike. Um, you know, Ducati have always been there with the Multistrada, but I think the Desert X takes it to a new level. Multistrada is a great bike, but yeah, very much so. Looking forward to the Desert X. I think that's going to be right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I think it'll be in a lot of people's wheelhouse in New Zealand. It's um, like I say, it's 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 a bike. You know, lots of people like to do a bit of the sort of gravelly adventure stuff, but you still got to get there. So you need a bike that's going to get you there. You know, in with good road manners and it's still fun to ride to. You know, so I think that that's where it's. Um, you know, that kind of bike in New Zealand's popular. A lot of people, you know, they started riding off-road they you know they rode the bike on the farm or whatever you know and so you know they want to do a bit of that but that's not what their motorbike's about entirety they still you know want a better ride it on a sunday morning or you know just just go on a little bit of a road trip and so you know a bike that can do both outstanding so much going on here at motormart and you've got secondhand bikes as well plus a full range of apparel so come and see the guys and that pretty much brings us to up to date I drove up to Topor. It was a gorgeous sunny day in the lower North Island. It's a very grey and damp day and a bit chilly in the central plateau area. I think it got down to about six on the desert road and still patches of snow around. Well, it's probably iced by now. Uh, but I've come up to Topor. It is cold, about 10 degrees and wet. It is Friday night. The T7 is parked on the trailer outside the accommodation and I'm waiting for Matt to arrive. Matt is uh, catching a ride down with Rosie the Rally. We're dubbing this Adventure Assault. We are both on adventure bikes, and we've come down to assault Boom Buster on these big bikes because Boom Buster is traditionally a, um, an enduro or trail bike, a dirt bike affair. You come down here on your 250 or your 450, a uh, non-road legal bike and you, bat, you blast through the bush. We're doing this on road bikes, essentially. Adventure bikes, big adventure bikes. In my case, 
the best part of 240 kgs worth of adventure bike on knobbly tires so it's going to be one hell of an adventure and you're going to come along for the ride with us we'll probably catch up with matt tomorrow record some stuff because he's probably not going to hit topol till about seven o'clock tonight as i talk to you now it is uh oh it's about 10 to 6 um so i'm going to kick back relax gather my thoughts and we will be recording the rest of this podcast live on site at Burnbuster uh, tomorrow. Don't forget, though, to check out onthrottle.co.nz and motonz.com. And uh, search out the YouTube channels as well, because we'll both be filming and, and uh, creating feature videos of our time at Burnbuster. So uh, come along for the ride. It's going to be one hell of an adventure. Here we go. Well, here we are. It is Saturday. We are at Burnbuster. It's, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's pissing down outside. Um, and it's a bit muddy, but we're under the uh, Michelin tent talking to Craig from Northern Accessories. Craig, you got some fancy new tyres here today. Yeah, we've got the new Michelin Star Cross Tex here. So all new from the ground up. Uh, it's a two-ply casing. It's, um, we've got adaptive tread design. Uh, you don't need to run the higher pressures anymore that you previously did with the Starcross 5s. Uh, full silica compound now, so more longevity. You've got up to 19% more grip, and you've got up to 11% more wear, so durability of them. So, it's um, yeah, it's a great product. What are these for? What, 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 what's, uh, what, what sort of riding would I need these tyres for? Yeah, uh, basically dirt riding. It's uh, MX, cross-country, enduro, um, anything really dirt-related, so... If you like getting in the mud, then come look up Starcross 6. Are they uh, are they road legal? No, they're not road legal. Okay, so they're not going on my T7. But like you go on the beater, and I can go and hit uh, what looks to be some awesome trails here today. Um, Northern Accessories, you guys do a whole lot of brands. What else do you guys do? Oh, uh, we do Michelin, well, obviously Michelin. We do uh, Oakley, uh, DRC, Zeta, uh, just to name a few of the great brands that we pedal. Um, Renthor as well. Yep. And everything's available from your local motorbike shop. Yeah, all, good, all leading stockers should uh, should have the products. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here today, and thanks for uh, thanks for having us. <laughs> You're more than welcome. So you guys are about to go out and uh, get down and dirty. Yeah, yeah I think we will. Uh, speaking of speaking of us guys, it is uh, it's myself and uh, Matt. Hello. Hey man, I'm I'm out in the mud. Out in the mud. Finally, Rosie's going off-road properly. Yeah, talking about tyres, just realised I need to change my tyre pressures. Um, I've got road pressures going at the moment, like, I think I pumped up to 25 psi. So, Craig, what tyre pressure do you reckon I should chuck the trackers on? Oh, and yours, uh, I'd go with probably, uh, you're a bit heavier, so 12 in the front. Yeah. Probably um, same similar in the rear. Oh, Try yeah, that and way stop, down low. Stuff from there, yeah, especially today, it's... Uh, not looking like it's going to get any dry anytime soon. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got about 10 psi at least to pull out of my tyres, so I better go do that now. All right. You go do that. Have we um have we worked out uh, what trails are open today and all that sort of thing? Uh, I don't know. This, I'm a newbie at this. I'm I'm blowing my cherry. I'm a virgin at trail riding. <laughs> well, you guys sort out your bike. We'll catch up shortly. Just interrupting this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast to let you know it's spring. Have you thought about your motorcycle insurance? Protector Insurance do a massive range of motorcycle insurance. It's motorcycle insurance by motorcyclists for motorcyclists with some awesome benefits like they can give you the booking fee for your Ride Forever course back. 
They can cover not only your bike, but your gear as well. And they can do track day cover. So check out protectorinsurance.co.nz and get a quote today. I was incredibly surprised I even saved money on my policy. Protectorinsurance.co.nz. That's P-R-O-T-E-C-T-A insurance.co.nz. And thanks, Protector, for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast. Yo, yo. Okay, well, we've talked about it enough. It's time we brought you some actual action from Boom Buster 2020. It is September. My name's Ray. Matt's with me. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. Well, we, we kicked things off with an 8K loop, and I suddenly thought that I brought the wrong bike. <laughs> yeah, you were quite saying quite frequently, I should have brought the beater, I should have brought the beater, I should have brought the beater. Um, but what, we're on our second loop now, 13K East loop, I think it's... And um, we're definitely having a bit more fun in this one. Yeah, some, some nice little uphill bits, some downhill bits. I've got my bash plate caught up in a couple of deep muddy bits. <laughs> yeah, the tyres are doing wicked though. I've, my mystery trackers got um, oh, Craig to give me some good pressures, so I'm running about 15, 16 front and rear. And like these big um, hill bits, ups and downs, they're pretty steep, but it's just fucking tractoring up. It's so awesome. Yeah, so I'm running the um, the Maxxis Enduros, and yeah, as soon as you get into a mud hole or a bit of a hill, you just wind on that power, and it hooks up and it goes. Yeah, totally. And um, yeah, like we've not, neither of us have fallen off yet, touch wood, um, but yeah, like you're riding the big T7, um, it's a bit of a handful, but it's doing it. Yeah, this trail's um, is feeling a lot more uh, planted in the front than it did on the first trail. I was very nervous, very flighty, but um, I'm getting the hang of it. It's 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 doing really well for a big bike, and I'm getting a lot of big grins from people as they pass me. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching them, and lots of double takes. They see my bike, they go, oh, okay, and then they see your bike, and they go, what? <laughs> they see two bikes with number plates, and they go, hang on, did these guys go the wrong way? <laughs> yeah, I think that could be what a few thoughts are. Um, yeah, we were lucky enough, uh, Epic, Epic Events hooked us up with uh, full weekend passes, um, so big thanks to them. Um, so yeah, we're doing, doing a wee bit of content on their great event, and this is my first time at a trail ride at all. I think it's definitely the one to do if you're um, a novice trail rider. Absolutely. If, this is, if you've never done a trail ride before, then this is the Epic Events rides are the ones to come to. You're going to get a taste of everything, and they, uh, they're well-groomed trails. They're, uh, they're well signposted. It's obvious where the hard stuff, when the easy stuff is. There's uh, distances on every trail. Yeah, and like if you want to know how far you are to the end, a lot of the signs are saying cut out XKs till the end sort of thing. It's, it's really well done, and like I'd be... If it wasn't for the fact that um, I'd be worried I'd still manage to make myself lost, like you could do this just by yourself if you don't have any friends to come trail riding. I have done it by myself. Uh, but I think we need to keep going because uh, it's quite wet where we're standing. Yeah, and um, we're just um, just after a nice brow of a hill where people are flying up and um, I think they're seeing us and going, oh shit, road bikes, and uh, giving them a bit of a freak. So um, yeah, I think, I think our bikes will probably cool down a little bit. They're getting a wee bit warm. Um, so yeah, let's, let's carry on. Let me play you the sound of my people. The song of my people. Are you ready? Hang on, I'll put it in neutral. Yeah, that usually helps. <laughs> right, you've still got your Ventura rack on the back. <laughs> I do still have the Ventura rack on the back. Otherwise, I'd have nothing to hang on to. Here we go. The song of my people. Oh, isn't that a horny noise? Right, let's go. 
What a day. It's just gone lunchtime, and we are sitting in the back of the Moto SR van, catching up with Scotty. G'day, Scotty. How you doing? Good, mate. Thank you. Yeah, good to see you out here today. I don't think we've talked to you on the podcast before, but uh, a lot of riders around the country will know you. Probably done most of the suspension on, say, 90% of the Tenere 700s in the country. Uh, possibly. We've done a few now. Uh, enjoying my T7. It's a pretty awesome bike. So, yeah, need to do yours next. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think uh, if I was to do more of what we've been doing today, I'd have to. So, Marawisar, tell me about it. What do you do? Uh, so, Marawisar, we specialise in suspension, motorcycle suspension. Uh, we do a little bit of other stuff as well. We import uh, KYB products, extrude products. Um, but, yeah, basically suspension uh, specialists. And you're here braving the elements with your tent set up. What are you doing here today? Sorting out people's bits and pieces. Yeah, promoting our business, uh, educating customers on you know about suspension and trying to make it better for them just so they understand it a little bit more um, and just also helping our existing MotorSR customers so they can bring their bikes in and, and we can tweak it and make sure they're 100% happy and that's all free service for them. Now, I did uh, the, the 18k trail, I think, today on the Tenere 700. How important is suspension? My bike is stock. Would I have enjoyed it more if we had decent shocks in there or something? Oh, I think absolutely. So uh, any bike, whether it be a T7 or a dirt bike riding around, you're all hitting bumps. So you can talk about a good rider needing good suspension or an average rider needing good suspension. But you know, let's look at it this way. Sometimes like a Chris Birch can sort of ride around a bad bike uh, through bumps, you know, whereas a lesser rider sort of ends up riding through the holes. So uh, I think the key to having a, a fun, enjoyable ride is definitely um, having good suspension is a must, basically. So if anyone around the country is thinking about, um, you know, maybe they've never looked at their shocks, um, you know, maybe they're starting to think maybe they need an upgrade there, what's the best way to contact you guys? Uh, Just call MotoSR or motorsr.co.nz or follow MotoSR on Facebook. Um, But you're always happy to help and just uh, we can give you quotes and estimates just to work with your budget and see what you want to do. But obviously, you know, just let's think about suspension servicing. It's just as important as servicing your engine, um, but it's often forgotten. So, um, but while we're there, we can also make it better. And you're not making this stuff up. Like you've got a T7. I know you've got a big KTM adventure bike as well. You do the, the testing yourself, right? Uh, yeah, I've done 25,000 Ks on our T7. I'm an avid adventure rider. I really enjoy it. Um, we also have an 890 and an 1190, so yeah, we've got a good selection. And this helps the customer because we can actually ride these bikes and understand you know, the improvements and test and develop what we do. Uh, we, we, we love it. We love adventure riding and dirt bike riding in general. So yeah, I think it's helpful for the customer and yeah, it's good. Oh, well, thanks for, thanks for providing a nice dry space for us to chill out. Good to see you here. <laughs> Well, Matt. While we're sheltering in front of the food place, it is lunchtime, and before you tuck into your food, that's me. Yeah, that's probably me as well. It's um, it's still pouring with rain, and the trails are just getting um, a bit gnarly. I heard they were closing the east loop that we just did. So um, and that hill climb. So we did the east loop, 18 odd kilometres. I was I was doing well. I was feeling way better, but that hill climb. I, I, I went for it and I just dug the skid plate into a trench and could not go forward. Yeah, I did the same on the right-hand side except I made my own hole and, um, yeah, that, that was hard bloody work. Um, but we made it out eventually um, and, yeah, I think it's the sensible thing to do now. It is pouring with rain. Um, if I had the beater, I'd go again. But on the big fat T7, although it did it and it, it felt great, I'm not going again. Yeah, I'm probably with you as well on the rally, like, 
Yeah, it's a nice light bike. And I had fun, but the trails are just getting <coughs> a bit too wet for my liking. I don't want to be fighting out there. I want to enjoy myself. So, um, yeah, we did 20-odd Ks today. I think that's respectable. Um, we came. We did Burn Buster. We conquered on adventure bikes. Yeah, pretty much. We've got to come back and do it again tomorrow, maybe. We'll see. We'll see how we go. My gear is drenched, and I think the guys are talking about packing up as well. But um, we'll talk more when we get back to the accommodation and get warm, I think. Yeah, that sounds great. Maybe we'll go for a swim in the Debrett's pools. Oh, yes. Well, continuing our coverage of Burn Buster, September 2022. Uh, welcome to Sunday morning. Ray coming at you with Matt. G'day, Matt. Good morning, mate. How'd you sleep? Um, wasn't my best, wasn't my worst. I slept. I snored, apparently, quite badly. Um, yeah. I wouldn't have said you snored badly. I think you just snored. Yeah, yeah. Ever since COVID, um, my sinuses just give me grief, eh? Um, but yeah, we're here at uh, Burnbuster, nice and early. It's what twenty past eight in the morning, and there's nobody here. No, everyone's kind of gone. Well, it was absolutely hammering down yesterday. The trails are soaking wet. We might give it a miss. Yeah, I think that's their loss because uh, yesterday, standing where we are in the car park, the paddock here, we were almost ankle deep in mud yesterday. Oh, we we were ankle and then shin deep in some places, um, and it's drained mostly like there's the odd puddle here and there that's the beauty of the terrain out here is so much pumice so it's free draining but it's also great traction regardless of whether it's dry or wet yeah yeah speaking of looking at um, i pulled my bike out of the northerns trailer just before and um it's collected a fair bit of grub at the back end of it it looks like it's probably gained a couple of kilos if not more of mud <laughs> but no. Just have a lay in, I reckon. <laughs> What's that, Craig? Just having a lay in, I reckon. They'll be here in a minute. Just give it, give it some time. <laughs> yeah. Got to be positive. So um, I'm not riding today. Uh, the old beater has done my knee in, and uh, after riding yesterday on the T7, um, I'm just a bit bloody sore this morning. You look like a bit of a cripple the way you're walking around, to be honest. Um, you need a walking stick. It's that muscle that runs up the outside of my left knee, and it's it's if I don't bend it or I keep it in one place, it's fine. But it's the bending that just hurts. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's that's a bit of a bummer because the tracks are probably going to be hell of a lot better today than they were yesterday. Although those uh, those deep ruts that caught my sump guard yesterday, they're not going to be gone. Yeah, you're going to have to be careful with those. Um, I got hung up a couple of times, I think, but I think the way that my bash plate's shaped, it's sort of it doesn't catch it so much or like dig into it it sort of glides over it so hopefully um it's not too much hard work out there um, but riding yesterday i gotta say those maxis enduros uh i never really struggled for grip in the rear end they they do bite up yeah the the tenere was quite attractive yesterday um the only issue it had was digging itself into a hole every now and then um, yeah, one of those trenches that, you know, a dirt bike would go through and if it got much deeper, maybe touch the pegs. But the bottom, I got the, I, I, lacking ground clearance and the bottom end of the bike is just like big and square. Yeah, you sort of got really hung up there on that nasty hill on the East Trail. Um, looking back at the footage, um, if you haven't seen the footage, check out uh, Ray's um, T7 Adventures Facebook page, not Facebook, Instagram and stuff because... It's all showing up there, and it shows just how gnarly that hill was. It was a good hill. It was one of those hills I wouldn't have had a problem with on a proper dirt bike. But, um, Matt, uh, you're going out today? Yeah, I reckon I'll give it a whirl. I'll have a go. Um, 
Like, I've already got wet feet as it is from putting up the um, easy ups and stuff that we left here overnight. So I may as well just go go for it, have a go. Um, and yeah, like, if it takes me all day to do one trail, then oh well, like, I've done it and um, I can say I've done it. So, And that's why you're here, to go out and get it done. So the lads have been out for a ride. Time to catch up with... Well, firstly, we'll catch up with Craig from Northerns. You guys are the Michelin um, agents here in New Zealand. Yep, yep. I'm trying to be. Yep. And a brand new tyre that we're launching this weekend is the Starcross 6. Uh, what have you got on your bike? Uh, I've got the Starcross 6, and it is the medium soft variety. Yeah. Yep. And it's... Uh, what is it? A six-days KTM? Tell me about it. Yeah, this is my uh, six-day KTM that I've just picked up with 250 hours on it. Uh, it needs a bit of love and fettling, um, but one of the first mods was to stick the new tyres on it. So uh, I've ridden on them now. Uh, pretty impressive. Definitely grip increase over the um, over the previous Starcross 5 generation. Uh, it is quite noticeable front-end tractability. Uh, and the rear standout feature is probably the amount of edge grip. That's quite noticeable. There's more edge grip. So... Yeah, no complaints. Like them. So you're a, you're a, what, what kind of pace are you? You're a fast rider? Uh, oh, just not really. Um, fast intermediate, I suppose. On a, on a good day, expert. On a really good day, <laughs> goon rider on a bad, you know. I mean, the, the reason I ask is, is are these, um, me, I'm a slow rider. I, I take my time and I, I pick my line. Am I going to notice, uh, you know, that these are good tyres for me, or do I need to be a fast rider? No, 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 not at all. I mean, you, you can never have enough grip. Simple as that. It's um, you can certainly have too little grip. So, it's just if you're a fast rider, yeah, you'll you know you cut faster laps, you'll gain places. If you're a slower rider and you just enjoy trail running, you just have a safer time. Um, and just yeah, just get, get up that hill. Otherwise, you probably you might not. So, go for gold. <laughs> So these tyres, obviously we're doing a bit of a, a launch now. I know they've been around for a week or two. Are they in dealers now? Uh, they're in dealers now, yeah. There was a, they've essentially been around probably for, what, six weeks-ish. But there was a soft launch of them when they turned up, and then we were just waiting for the rest of the stock to turn up. So, um, And now they're all here. We're officially uh, pushing them as much as we can. So there's a medium soft, a medium hard. Yeah, medium soft, medium hard. There's a sand, there's a dedicated mud tyre in the 19s, and there is also a hard pack tyre. So it's, um, yeah, there's, the, the range is there. The range is similar to the old Starcross 5s, only instead of being called a soft, they've now called it a medium soft. Instead of just being called a, a medium, it's a medium hard, etc. So um, sort of same, same like that, with just slightly different namings, really. Michelin Starcross 6. Check it out and get it on your bike. It looks like a beefy, arrogant tyre. Yeah, I call it an arrogant. Look at those knobs, Matt. (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty. I've just been staring at the bike and at the ground below it where the tyres have been chewing in. It's pretty hard pack here today. And um, you can see that they do work. (laughs) And I was following Craig mostly around the West Loop today. Uh, We did a silver and a bronze breakout off the main loop. And he was just hooking up and going. Um, as I was sort of going, oh, yeah, <laughs> sitting back, um, he had no issues, no grip issues. He was even pulling nice wheelies on the, like, soft tracks. And how'd you go on the Michelin trackers? I mean, tractors. Yeah, oh, yeah. I had no complaints with grip. Um, once again, I'm the limiting factor there. My bike fitness is horrendous. Um, so, yeah, I dug myself into a couple of holes, not have, carrying enough momentum or just picking a shit line. Um, but no, the trackers were great. Um, Going to have a look at them now. 
I see there's a nice brand new 120 9018 sitting on the tire rack there. Um, and I might see if I can, um, yeah, convince that tire to come home with me so I can swap it on when I need to. Um, I love the trackers now, man. Like, I think I've found my dedicated rally tire. So there's a, a beautiful six days KTM sitting in front of us. Um, you're, I don't know about beautiful. It's pretty muddy. Well, I say beautiful. <laughs> I think that'd be a beautiful ride. And there's a couple of short wee loops over the back there. What do you reckon we get you on that? It's a wee bit tall. I've been looking at it. <laughs> um, well, that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'd come on, get your helmet, go for it, have some fun. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Twist my arm. Um, what, do Twist the, your do rubber arm. Yeah, is that so? What, yeah, my arms are got a wee bit of arm pump, but knackered from uh, riding all probably 160 kilos of Rosie the Rally now with all the mud that's probably underneath that skid plate. Um, Come on, there's a kid's loop, a kid's forest trail over there. I'd, Let's get you out on it. I'd get kicked out if I went on the kids. Loop. There's a demo trail over there, isn't there? I'll have a, I'll have a wee go on that, I think. All right. So if you're ever thinking about doing a trail ride, we've proven the question, uh, we've answered the question that nobody asked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can trail ride large adventure bikes. Yeah, um, definitely the T7's proved that. You were saying last night, um, you probably want to have the high high exhaust mod done. Um, Absolutely. So I did drop the bike twice uh, in that last kilometre because it was quite marshy. Um, most of the time it's due to not being able to get the foot on the ground. Um, but if I had a, I dropped them both on the right-hand side, and if I didn't have the high exhaust mod from um, Camel ADV, uh, I definitely would have bent that um, muffler in and damaged the swing arm. Yeah, and just looking at it, like, we've got a hell of a job to clean these bikes when we get home. Uh, it's not just the mud, but it's the little, it's the little pebble-sized pumice rocks. Yeah, um, I'm... I'm going to have a real hard job because my uh, pressure washer's not working at the moment. So, yeah, it's going to it's gonna take a while. Um, but I'll just rug up the kids in their raincoats and give them the hose and say, have at it. Have at it. Go for it, kids. To give you a mental image um, at the moment, the T7 sitting on the trailer. I'm standing here looking at it. I can't really see the chain. There's probably... A good five centimetres of mud sitting on the chain guard, on the swing arm. The engine itself is just is just covered in mud. Um, the tyres the themselves... They like, self-cleaned quite well. They did, yeah. <laughs> um, they've still got quite a sharp edge on them. Um, we were talking to Kiwi Rider editor Ben Wilkins, and he was saying, I'll be surprised if those tyres last you a weekend. I mean, we only did 24 kilometres yesterday before things got really chopped up. I reckon you'd get a good maybe couple of weekends, maybe three weekends in this, these sort of conditions on those tyres. Oh, yeah, they look barely touched, don't they? And, like, I suppose, yeah, 20Ks, that is absolutely nothing. But, yeah, like, the edges, the leading edge is starting to wear, but it's, yeah, easy, easy few weekends riding out of that. So uh, thank you very much to uh, motogear.co.nz for chucking us the uh, Maxxis Enduro tyres. Matt, you're running the um, Michelin trackers still? Yes, so um, got the Michelin trackers off uh, Northern Accessories as well as a nice ride down here uh, with Craig, the sales manager. And yeah, the trackers did awesome. So yesterday we chucked, well, I let the pressure out, a good 10 PSI. Uh, so I'm running about 15 or 16 PSI front and rear and they just hooked up, it was brilliant. Uh, 
yeah, no no complaints at all. They're barely, barely worn at all. Um, so I don't think I'm going to have to change these in the lead-up to one big day. And, of course, the tyres that are being launched here today, the Michelin Star Cross. What are they, Star Cross 6? Yeah, Star Cross 6. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a shame that um, can't just chuck a set on the bike and go for gold and do a proper uh, test ride on them. But they look really well. And I think they sold a few sets yesterday as well. So... Yeah, they must be must be pretty good. Yeah, they definitely look quite aggressive, and they've got a, a high silica compound or high silica content, which means they they're going to be reasonably grippy on the road or on the seal. Not that they are, you know, road legal tires. Yeah, yeah, they're a pure off road tire. Um, but yeah, range of sizes, uh, range of uh, builds. So there's a sand, there's a mud, there's a mid soft, mid hard. I think there's a hard as well. Um, great variety there for what you need. Uh, yeah, big thanks to uh, Craig, especially for joining us this weekend and adding to the fun. So I think we'll wrap it up there, unless something happens. And if it does, this won't be the end. Uh, in fact, I'll put an edit point, edit, here. <laughs> and if you're still hearing me now, nothing else exciting happened this weekend. Um, but thank you very much for listening. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. If you want to get hold of us, you can email podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. Check out the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine. You can check out Matt's tyres in one of those editions as well. Um, and you go to kiwirider.co.nz. Free and on demand, that magazine, all online. Uh, and there's a hell of a lot of good content in there. Uh, the, the team really put some pride into uh, the, the work that they, uh, they do there, the content they create. Uh, Matt, your website? Uh, on throttle.co.nz. Uh, not quite as much content as Kiwi Rider, but I, again, try and take a bit of pride in what I put up there. Uh, and YouTube, On Throttle, uh, which has been a bit of a passion project lately. So uh, I'll be chucking a video of this weekend up there sometime in the very near future. So keep an eye out for that. And I'll be doing the same with MotoNZ.com. You can go to MotoNZ.com, see all the written and the photos, or on YouTube, just search out MotoNZ, uh, and it's all there for you. Otherwise, I've been Ray. I've been Matt. He's been Craig. He's off talking to someone. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time. September is a very special month for riders. It's Motorcycle Awareness Month, and this year it's all about celebrating the motorcycle community. Whether you ride alone or with mates, wear yellow. Show other riders you stand beside them. And thanks to Motorcycle Awareness Month for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast.